What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Regan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is very flawed. But I can tell you with the utmost certainty that it is not. It's my goal with this show to bring you the people and the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. You better drink your water. I'm going to do that. I just started recording an episode and I was getting, it was not flowing well. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm dehydrated. So cheers. Bottoms up. That's some good stuff. Some quality O2H. Yes, I said it backwards. Why? I don't know. Actually, I do know. Back in high school, my group of friends and I used to say things backwards all the time. It still stuck, sticks with me. Sometimes I like to say things backwards. It sounds funny. And I like to laugh. Well, mostly at myself because let's be real. Most other people aren't that funny. It's just me. Anyway, guys, today I have... Today's probably going to be another huge podcasting day for me. So if it sounds like I'm recording these all on the same day, I don't know how it will. But if it does... I am. Today, I want to talk about habits. And if we, I wanted to talk about habits and priorities together, because I really do think the two go hand in hand. And just like when I say priorities, obviously, like I'm not talking about people's external life, you know, you can prioritize your kids however you want. They're on the bottom of the totem pole, I don't blame you. But I'm more talking about how like how to prioritize your health and fitness. Like what are like, and this kind of ties into the goals and like, you'll, you'll, you'll begin to notice a lot of these things kind of always tie back together. That's the beautiful thing about it. And honestly, I would say most of these things can apply to regular life because the uh, more I take the same things I've learned to help me get to where I want physically, and then I've applied it to my everyday life, uh, those things have gotten way better. And I mean, things, I mean, my, uh, my career, my job, everything like that, me growing my own business, it's all gotten better just by taking the same things I applied with my fitness and putting it into my real life. So that's just me. Maybe it doesn't work for everybody. Just throwing that out there. Anyway. I want to talk about, oh God, sorry, hold on. <gasps> okay, I want to talk about habits and if it ties in perfectly the way I wanted to and if I have enough time, priorities, health and fitness priorities because this is, huge. I've talked about habits before but like I don't think I'll ever not talk about some of these things as much as I do because they're they're important. They're very, very, very important. Um, it's something I'm really trying to drive home with my clients right now. Like when we talk about, you know, I do weekly check-ins with them and I just try to see where they're at with things. I ask them questions and I'm really trying to get them to think about their habits a little bit more because that is the game. Understanding your habits and cultivating new ones. Understanding your habits, breaking them, breaking that cycle, breaking that pattern because our habits are just our patterns of living and then cultivating new ones to replace it I mean, look realistically as someone who has had addictive issues in the past that all that is all addiction is we get and let me just break this down scientifically because i want to feel smart for a second when you get like when you consume alcohol or weed and i don't care what anybody says i will fight somebody about this weed is just as addicting as any other drug but it doesn't matter it's not even the weed it's the feeling it gives you when it's it's the, the neurochemical feeling it gives you. So when you consume weed, alcohol, cocaine, any of that stuff, it gives you this neurological chemical rush. And I think it's a little bit different for some of them. Like I think 
like cocaine and heroin are different, but that's irrelevant. It's you get a crazy dopamine hit and your body's like, because the dopamine is like that reward system. And it's like, oh, that felt good. Whatever that was, do it again. I want more of it. And then you keep going back to it and back to it because it gives you such a rush of the chemicals in your brain that you want more of it. And you, you almost kind of, I don't want to say overdose because it's definitely the wrong way to put it. But like you get such a, a chemical rush, neurochemical rush from, from that, from doing any of those things that um, your body like kind of tops out. And then in order to get back to that, you need to do the same thing again, consume alcohol, consume the cocaine, or or do more of it, which is why people's tolerances go up. It's not like your body's just adjust adjusting to to alcohol. Yeah, that's that's a thing. But it's what's what what is what is really happening on like a biological level on a neurological level, what is really happening. And ultimately, it creates the pattern, which um, not everybody, but some people tend to to create over and over and over and over and over again. And we do this with just about everything in life. Um, like if you ever notice you like, this is where I guess becoming aware of yourself really comes into play. Because if you pay attention to the way you act and respond to things on a daily basis, it tends to be the same way. And then that's because the way we think and the way we act and the way we feel can all become habits of ours. Not not everybody, not all the time, not every single thing, but they definitely can be. Um, so you, you gotta become aware of it and pay attention to those things. So habits, like I said, it's the game. It is the name of this game. What we're trying to do is replace snacking with a bag of potato chips to snacking on some bananas. From, from watching Netflix for two hours a night to maybe watching Netflix for an hour a night and then going to the gym for an hour. Um, for um what's some other good examples what what do you what do you do you do tyler uh from sleeping in longer and i'm not saying don't sleep because if you listen to this and you know me you know i'm big on sleep but instead of hitting the snooze button for four or five times getting out of bed and doing some mobility i'm just that's what i do but going to the gym in the morning getting out of bed stop hitting the snooze button go for a fucking walk drink your water right away do things, do productive things that, that move you towards your goals ultimately rather than um, hinder your performance towards those goals. So that is the game. We want to try to cultivate better habits, replace old ones with new ones that move you towards your goals. That's why, okay, cool. This is going to tie together. So that's why setting a priorities list is important. So like you have your goals, which kind of really dictate what you prioritize. So like if weight loss is your priority, well, then you have to, well, no, if weight loss is your goal, then your priority should be focused around that. So your priority should be, how can I make like nutrition easier? How can I make sure I'm sleeping more because you need to recover? How can I make sure I am increasing my movement throughout the day? Because uh, I've talked about your NEAT before, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Uh, I just like saying all that because it makes me sound smart. The truth is it really just means movements you do, activities you do, outside of exercise that help you burn more calories. So how can you increase that? Because the more you can increase that, the more calories you burn, uh, theoretically, the more weight you may lose if you are maintaining a good amount of nutrition. So how can you, you know, tailor your habits around the goals with your list of priorities? So what are you prioritizing? And then in your training, like if you're if you're tra if you're just trying to lose some weight, 
then worrying about getting super strong in your squat should not be a priority because um, unless you're just new to the gym, then the idea of trying to get super strong while losing a bunch of weight is going to be very challenging if not I'm not going to say impossible because I think human potential is nearly limitless. I think we could do a bunch of shit that people don't give themselves enough credit for and we limit ourselves. But that's not the point. The point is it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard to get super strong and lose a bunch of weight at the same time. So you got to really evaluate your priorities. And it's important to understand where those priorities are coming from. So are you, are your goals, uh, are your priorities coming from yourself? Or are you trying to fit some image that society has deemed attractive or worthy or whatever the case may be? Is it your standards or is it the standards of somebody you know or society? So understanding what your goals are, where you're moving towards and where they stem from in the sense that that they're your goals. That's the only thing you really need to worry about. Are they what you really want? Okay, because like you could want to be healthy and you don't care about having a six pack. That's fine. But in the world today, you see all these magazine covers with guys with six packs or women with six packs. And it's like, sure, they look good and doesn't make them healthy, which is going to be a topic for another episode, being healthy versus being fit. But what are your goals? What are your priorities within those goals? Again, because if you do want to get strong, but that's on the, the, the bottom part of your priority list, especially when you're trying to lose weight, um, then worrying about that as you're losing weight is not going to serve you. It's not going to help you. It's just going to waste energy realistically. So understanding your goals and the priorities within those is huge because then we can start to find the habits that we needed to, we need, we needed to, we need to cultivate to help you get to your goals. So, you know, like I said, one of the examples is, you know, sitting around watching Netflix. Well, if you want to watch Netflix, by all means, go for it. But why not do some mobility work Mobility work at the end of the night while you're watching Netflix unwinding? It's a good way to relieve the tension in your body, let your body relax a little bit more, get your body relaxed before bed. So I just love doing mobility before bed. I sleep so much better, I swear to God. It's just, it's a good idea. I don't know, maybe it makes sense to me. But the point is, um, how can you take the things that you like to do and maybe shift them a little bit? And over the course of time, like, so let's say you wanna do five mobility exercises before bed. Um, but you don't want to stop watching Netflix because like you're really into, uh, Tiger King. Wait, that was the thing. What, or was it Lion King? No, Lion King's a movie. Tiger King. That was the thing last year, right? So you're really into Tiger King. You want to watch an episode a night. They're two hours long. I don't really know how long they are. Um, so in that two hours, you, you have, you have two hours to get done five mobility drills. Don't, you don't have to expect yourself to get all five done right away. Some people jump right into things. I'm one of those people, but not everybody has to. What you could do is start to give yourself five weeks. The first week, do one mobility exercise. So just start with like the couch stretch. Oh, sorry about that. Start with the couch stretch. And then week two, do the couch stretch stretch and like a supine hamstring stretch. And then week three, do the, the couch stretch, a supine hamstring stretch, and some foam rolling. Uh, week four, do the couch stretch hamstring stretch foam rolling and do some foot mobilization week five do the couch stretch uh the hamstring stretch uh some foam rolling 
some foot mobilization and some ankle mobility. Like, see what I mean? Like you can just work your way up to that instead of forcing yourself into it right away, potentially self-sabotaging yourself by expecting yourself to do something right away when you know, deep down subconsciously, you're not going to be able to do it right away. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying this is everybody, but there are people out there like this. I, I'm like this with certain things. When it comes to like health and fitness, I'm just like, no, no let me just fucking do it. Like I went vegan overnight because for some reason, when it comes to these things, I'm just insane. But when it comes to other things, I have to like ease my way into it. Like when, so I, I mean, if you guys have been following the podcast for some time, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, when I moved back to New Jersey back in March, I think I was doing the podcast. Like I did like five episodes, uh, within like two months, which is like, I used to do a podcast every day and I did like five episodes within two months. And then I stopped doing it for like three. And then I just started getting myself back into it. I would record one a week, one a week, one a week. And even now I'm thinking about doing two a week again. So I'm just like getting myself back into it and seeing what feels right, what what's working if I want to get more into it. Do I want to go back to podcasting every day? I probably won't do that because that's very time consuming. But the point is I eased myself back into it when it came to the podcasting because I wasn't feeling it for a while. I didn't think that I, what I was saying was being heard, useful, or any of that stuff. So I decided to just ease my way back in, see how it felt. And now I'm working my way back up to it. I've been consistently putting out an episode every week for the last, I think, like two months or so, which is dope. I'm pumped. But I eased my way back into it is the point. I cultivated a new habit. I dedicated one specific day a week just to podcasting so that I can make sure that I'm putting out content for you guys. So don't be afraid to take a step back. Don't force yourself into a drastic change right away and slowly change the habit right away. Um, I heard a quote once and I thought I wrote it down, but damn it. I think it was a lot of people think they lack motivation when they really lack is clarity, which is why defining your goals is so fucking important. You got to be specific about your goals. What do you want? And if you have a list of goals, Oh, that's so awesome. I'm pumped. I know I do. I have like a million things I want to do. But what is the priority on those on my goal list? Is losing weight more important or do you want to build some fucking serious muscle? Because doing the two at the same time is really challenging. Do you just want to get healthier or do you really want a six pack abs? Which one's more important to you? Which one's the priority? You could accomplish both at the same time, but if you prioritize it and you focus on one thing at a time, if you really dial in your focus, focus is the key, focus and habits. You you get the right habits in, <laughs> it's a lot of things. So your goals, priorities. Let me just go down the rabbit hole here. You have your goals, you set your priority list. Now focus on the priorities and cultivate habits around the new, the priorities. And you'll begin to see results because Everything's habitual. Like I think it's 97% of the things we do are habits. Um, and that includes our thoughts, feelings, and our thoughts and our feelings. So just kind of keep that in mind. I don't know. I think it's a huge thing that people overlook. I know I did all of my life until I started learning more about uh, neuroscience, but not the point. The point is, guys, habits are the fucking key. They're the key with the right priorities, the priorities of the goals that you really, really want to accomplish. Because when you start to understand what exactly you're after, and how you can cultivate habits to get you there, you can start cutting out the snacks, you can start putting in more mobility work, you can start drinking more water, and put things in your way to get you there. Make it easier for yourself. Don't just expect yourself to roll out of bed. Because like, let's say you want to 
I'm going to use one of my examples again. Let's say you want to start drinking water right out of bed in the morning. That's one thing I really wanted to do like two years ago. Um, I started, I did 75 hard and I had to drink a gallon a day. It's like, okay, what can I do to start getting more water in throughout the day? One, I literally carried a water bottle everywhere. Two, I started putting water right next to, on my nightstand next to my bed. That way I had to drink the water right thing in the right first thing in the morning because I knew that if I left myself to my own devices, I was not going to get up first thing and go grab water because it wasn't my first thing to do. My old habit used to be to wake up, grab my phone and scroll through social media. Now I don't touch my phone for an hour and I drink 48 ounces of water before I do anything else because it's a habit I wanted to create. So I made it easier for myself. I just have oh, these dogs. Maybe I should have them all one time. I actually just went to go talk to the doge to see what's up. He, he politely declined on coming onto the episode, but where was I? Okay, so what I did was I started to make creating this habit easier for me. So I put the water next to my bed. I made sure I carried a water bottle around with me everywhere I went. I bought water bottles and were easy for me to carry around. Like there's this little loop one I had and I would just hold onto it with my finger. It was pretty cool. And it was like indestructible until I lost it. Sad day, sad day. But the point is I started to do things that made it easier for me and over the course of time, I started to gradually increase it. So I started with like an eight ounce, ounce glass of water. Then I would fill up the eight ounce glass and a water bottle, so another 24 ounces, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and a little bit more, until now I'm at the point where I'm at 48 ounces of water, and that seems to be a pretty good sweet spot for me to start my day. You can do this with anything. Don't feel like you have to start like, you know, people who go to the gym frequently, who thoroughly enjoy it, probably work their way up to that. I used to go to the gym two or three days a week. Now I could train every single day, um, especially when my body is, is, when I can get sleep, when I'm getting the right nutrition and I can fully handle it. I love it. I would I would, I would, would do it every day because I, I just thoroughly enjoy it. Um, but like, I had to work up to that. I started with two days a week, three days a week. Then I switched to like a four day training split, then a five. Then I tried to push pull leg split for six days. I'm like, wait, I really enjoy this. So it's like, I built up to that. I used to try to do mobility every night. And I like, was like, I had to do it. It wasn't something I used to enjoy doing. Now I have a routine. I built a habit. I started with just doing one mobility exercise each night. And now I do three or four, depending on how I'm feeling that day with the exercises I targeted, stuff like that. Um, I have like a whole new morning mo uh, habit of doing meditation and mobility work, but it took me time to get there. I started with just doing meditation. Then I started doing mo uh, mobility and then I incorporated the two together. So it just takes time. And if it's something that like you're not too thrilled about, slowly, slowly, slowly change the habit. It doesn't have to happen overnight. You know, if you want to go for a run, put the shoes by the door. If you, for the first day, the second day, put the, your socks in the shoes. Third day, go outside. The fourth day, go for a walk around the block. The fifth day, uh, go for a jog around the block. The sixth day, go for an actual fucking run. You know what I mean? Like build yourself up to that habit. It does not have to happen overnight. I'm going to say that quote again because I really liked it. What a, people often think that they lack motivation when the truth is they truly, wait, hold on. I already fucked it up. People often think they lack motivation when they really lack is clarity. Clarify your goals. Change your habits slowly over the course of time. And assuming that you have prioritized your goals in the right order, based off what you truly, truly desire, it'll be easier to change those habits because when you change the habits long-term, for the long-term, 
everything you do to lose the weight, to build the muscle, to create a better, a healthier lifestyle will stick. Habits are the name of the game. Focusing on your priorities based off of the goals you laid out for you will help you get there. Change your habits, change your fucking life, and never go back. Guys, if you took anything from this episode, please leave a like. No, you can't like podcast, Tyler. Leave a com- no, you can't comment either. <laughs> Damn, I get so confused between these social media platforms. Um, leave a rate and review on iTunes, please. That shit really helps me grow the show, and I would appreciate it, especially if I do well. If, guys, if you don't think I do a good job, don't do it. But if you guys think I do good, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media, and please tag me. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out, motherfuckers.